Hello. Do you or someone you know deal with narcissistic abuse? I have at times. My name is Steve Barham. I'm an independent emotional researcher. I have uh, PTSD from five years of illness back in the 2000s. And in 2009, I discovered a technique that stops negative emotions. And it works on a lot of things, and narcissistic abuse is abuse, and abuse is emotional. One of the definitions of narcissistic abuse is emotional abuse caused by somebody who suffers from narcissism. So this podcast, number 21, is on my book, which is titled, Regain your self. Not regain yourself, but regain your self. And this is how to apply the emotional charge technique and process narcissistic abuse and abuse from other toxic people, bullies, sociopaths, maybe uh, psychopaths or, or whoever, etc. This book is a rewriting uh, and a rearrangement of my book entitled Abuse. I am a contributor on a space on Quora, a place that asks questions. And so uh, I answer a lot of uh, questions on emotions. And from time to time, I've had to deal with uh, narcissists. I grew up fairly normal, I think. Mother and father had pro had their problems and divorced, but uh, it was really my stepfather who was more narcissistic in his authoritarianism, let's say. So this podcast is about my book, and to introduce my book, and to uh, talk about uh, narcissistic abuse and what a person can do about it. I discovered this technique that stops negative emotions, right? Well, what emotion did you have when a narcissist projected or gaslit you or uh, intimidated you, goaded you, provoked you, or even, or even just pulled a prank on you? Well, we'll get into this. The book starts off with a short history of emotional charge, which is, which is what I work with. And it's a psychology term that means bottled up emotions. It's basically what it means. And I go into the history of this. I uh, go into the concepts of emotional charge. It is this energy, emotion means energy in motion, and it is this motion that comes up and wells up inside a person and then it wants to explode violently to the surface. And so this is an energy doing this. I teach the emotional charge technique which has a person look at that emotion like sadness. Let's just take sadness. A person would look at their sadness and they would name that and they would call it that. This is sadness. Now this is psychology recommended, but it doesn't always work. Step one by itself doesn't always work. I was doing that when I discovered the technique and it just didn't work for me. Then I had a realization step two. 
and that involves this thing called emotional charge. I had taken a psychosomatic phenomena course back in the 70s, from 74 to 76, and in that course, uh, I learned about emotions and this term emotional charge, or the traumatic charge. This uh, course was based on uh, Freudian, te uh, Freudian talking therapy for uh, what they call traumatic instant reduction. So step two is to look at this emotion, sadness, as an emotional charge. Okay, the realization to have is this is not sadness. Oh, this isn't sadness. This is sadness charge. We are feeling this energy impulse signal of a certain frequency, electrical type frequency, that we in that we feel as a sensation and we interpret this feeling as an emotion. We interpret this frequency as sadness. That's what we call it, because that's how we feel, because we and we speak English, so we use the word sadness. So step three would be doing the technique. This is an easy three-step technique. And after a while a person notices that that sadness would be going away. It would reduce, it would fade, and eventually it would cease. Now that can take anywhere from five minutes to 15 to 20 minutes or whatever. If I have a bad sadness episode with my PTSD, I do the technique on that sadness and eh, 10, 15 minutes, it's might be gone because of the intensity was so intense. There might be other emotions involved as well. So it can take a little time when there are a lot of emotions or it's very intense or if it's an ongoing type of situation. So how would we use this on narcissistic abuse? Something like projection. Well, a narcissist, would, a narcissist isn't talking about you when they project. They're talking about themselves. So if they accuse you of ruining dinner, okay, you ruined dinner, okay, when it was really they who you know, made an ass of themselves and really ruined the dinner, let's say, and so, but they're accusing you, well, what is that? That's an action. Action is energy. Their behavior is an action. Their behavior is an energy. They're putting off this charge. There's an amount to that energy. There's an amount to their accusation. There's an intensity to their accusation. There's a frequency and a tone, an emotional tone, with that accusation. It's usually hostile or some form of hostility. Blame. Okay. And that's the emotional charge, the polarity of it, the, the negativity of it. See? Okay, so what a person would do is look at the accusation, look at them blaming. Now we would use their name with the technique. I use uh, fictitious names from the planet X so that I don't trigger people by using an Earth name. So on the planet X, everybody's name begins with the letter X. So my hero's name is Zox, X-O-X. And he has an antagonist. His name is Zorlab, okay, for an alien name, you know. And Zorlab is accusing him and blaming him for ruining dinner or whatever, you know, or the party or whatever. Zox would look at that and use Zorlab's name with 
accusation and blame as an emotional charge, the energy of this episode. That chapter on how to use the technique on narcissistic abuse is like that. If Zorlab gaslit Zox over something, uh, Zox says, no, I didn't ruin dinner. It was actually you who ruined dinner, and Zorlab would then negate that. He would just minimize that and negate that in some way of manipulating it around to where he either didn't do it at all or he in, intimates that that's yeah, not that bad, <laughs> you know. Oh, I really didn't do it that bad, you know. Okay, that type of manipulation. Well, in the addendum, there's this. Uh, there are these 41 tr uh, manipulative tactics of narcissists, psychopaths, and sociopaths, and how to apply the technique to those. In the appendix, I teach a technique that I developed with the, the covert narcissist across the street who I sometimes talk about. Uh, I call my little uh, technique blank wall. It's how to respond to a narcissist in a bland way. It's a bit like gray, what they call gray rock, but in blank wall, we don't dress ourselves down. We don't humble ourselves. We can shine if we want to. Okay, it doesn't matter what the narcissist thinks or wants or whatever. It's about how to not give a narcissist what they are after. How to not give a narcissist what is called supply. And that can be anything that the narcissist wants. It can be power. It can be control. It can be uh, attention itself and usually is in some form. When I get a email that is asking for my book abuse or my book on PTSD, I always give them a bonus, a bonus attachment. Okay, it's the list of charges to get started with. This is something that is from my second book, uh, Target Your Emotions. And this goes down through everything. This is how to do the technique on just everything. Suicide range, depression range, PTSD range, hysteria range, uh, anxiety range and stress range, emotions and pressure range emotions. Okay, uh, There's a list of emotions from bliss all the way down through apathy and death and dying. Okay, and you can simply go down that list and find emotions that you might be feeling that, that you've had with narcissistic abuse. There's an emotional exercise, how to feel from the bottom, like apathy, okay, and rise up 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 through the different various uh, emotions and ranges and end up at the top as high as you can. Like if you can get to joyful, okay, you would end there, okay? And you would try to hold that state for a while, but you go up through these emotions, okay? There's a, a section on virtues and a list of virtues and the opposite of virtues, and that's a, 
it's a fairly important part with uh, with narcissistic personality disorder because you're not dealing with an ethical, moral person here who's cheating on you, who may be embezzling money, who is after you know anything they can get in any way they can. So they're using manipulative tricks to, to do that, and that's unethical, right? Okay, so that would be a lack of virtue, a lack of positive personality quality. And so that's what my book is about and uh, some of the various chapters and sections in it. How do we regain ourselves? Okay, how do we do that? Okay, well let's use Zox and Zorlab. Okay, see Zorlab is really antagonistic and, and he is just kind of a wild man. Uh, emotionally and he is always you know getting under Zox's skin and so there are times when Zox doesn't feel good about himself and that's not that's abuse that's a nar that's narcissistic attack tactic to get the person to actually believe that they're the bad person <laughs> okay and so it's a con job it's a snow job okay but people get caught up in this, they get worn down, they get even psychologically kind of brainwashed to start taking the fall for this person because they're so dynamic about it, okay? They're so insistent about it. They don't give up on it, okay? It's constant. That's why it's a chronic disorder and it's affecting their personality and it's emotional. So sometimes the victim has uh, gotten this energy load, this charge, from the other person. There's the abuse done to a person, right? Okay, the narcissist across the street, this covert narcissist across the street, belittled me at a dinner table one night. And uh, fortunately, I knew what was going on, and I laughed it off and got up and got seconds and came back, and he shut up. Well, what if I hadn't? What if I sat there and wallowed in my, in, in my confusion and stuff like that and started blaming myself and thinking he's right? Well, there's, that's the manipulation. Okay. How would I separate myself from him and get myself back to, you know, something more normal? my normal self, feeling like my normal self. Well, we target those emotions. I would target his belittlement and I would use his name. Zox would use Zorlab's name with the technique. That's not belittlement. That's belittlement charge, the act of belittling somebody. And since it's Zorlab's action of belittlement, Bingo, Zox labels it as his. That is Zorlab's belittlement charge. And this is what separates Zorlab's emotional actions and reactions and, and his insistence and, and, and his, his uh, pushing it on to Zox as an action and Zox separating himself from that by processing it. This is called processing and processing an emotion. A, a process is a step-by-step -step 
method of doing something. It could be anything, like processed chicken. You know, I'm sure there's a way, you know, it's a step-by-step -step process, right? Okay, so the technique is a process for understanding emotions and situations and what's gone on. That thing that that person did was so and so and such and such. And my feeling, my feeling intimidated, let's say, that's my emotional reaction. So that's my emotional charge at the moment. And so I would use the technique on this is intimidation charge. And I might uh, use the other person's name if that if that intimidation came from came from uh, the guy across the street, I'd use his name. And I would uh, use it from his perspective of his belittlement. Okay, Zox would use that as Zorlab's uh, belittlement charge. Uh, but for himself, he would use uh, this is intimidation charge. He would look at that his own intimidation and uh, he would use the technique that way. So in this way, we separate ourselves from the energy of the narcissist and the energy of their actions and their emotions and their projection and their lies and their and their other manipulative tactics to wear us down or whatever. So I hope you found this interesting. I hope you found this helpful. I hope you find the uh, book interesting. Uh, it's uh, relatively inexpensive at uh, like $2.99 on places like Amazon and Apple and uh, you can get it for Kobo and there are going to be uh, many other places to be able to do it and I shall usually leave links and stuff. And so I'll, I'll end there. I want to keep this kind of short and just an introduction on the book and uh, there are many, many, many other uh, podcasts to listen to. Uh, I suggest the one on abuse or PTSD. They're very uh, compatible with this podcast and with this book. Bless you, bless you, bless you, and best wishes from a 12-year emotional researcher with PTSD who has gone through this himself. Take care. And we'll talk to you again very, very soon.